What is going on, everybody? I hope you're all having a great day today. This is Alex from the Fresh Fantasy Podcast, and this is the 20th episode of the season. How crazy is that now that we're at 20 episodes? That's really awesome. So today's episode is going to be week two, fresh or rotten players for this week, and that is start set for those of you who do not know. And honestly, let's jump right into it. We've got 40 players today to talk about 20 starts, 20 sits, five of each position, but... We actually had a couple cuts from this list, unfortunately, these last-minute cuts here, because um, there's a couple players I'm going to talk about that, that will not end up on this list for this week, unfortunately, that just changed within the last 24 hours or so. Um, for the first start of the week one is what I would call my start of the week. That's Josh Allen against the Miami Dolphins. Um, Josh Allen last week came out very hot with his new weapons like Stefan Diggs, and he threw for 300 yards and two touchdowns. But most important, importantly, from a fantasy perspective, he also rushed for 57 yards and a touchdown. Um, the Dolphins' defense last week was exposed by another run-heavy quarterback, Cam Newton. And they gave up 75 yards and two rushing touchdowns to Cam Newton. And if the Bills play anything like they did in Week 1, I think that Josh Allen should be at the top of the list for, for starts this week. Um, the next quarterback that I really want to start this week is Tom Brady. Um, some people may disagree and think that Tom Brady's washed up or this and that, but they still managed to put up 23 points against the team that I think is the favorite to make it out of the NFC this year and the New Orleans Saints. Um, I thought that Brady didn't really play that well. He only had 240 yards and a touchdown against a very good, two touchdowns against a very good Saints secondary. Um, he also threw two interceptions, which is not really the best. But I think that he, he should settle down as he has an easier matchup against the Panthers this week, who just gave up 30 points, 34 points to the Las Vegas Raiders. And I think with this Bucks team, as Brady begins to settle down with these weapons, I think that he's only going to get better and better like he always seems to do as the season rolls on. And I think against a very soft defense like Carolina, they're going to absolutely um, destroy them this week. So Brady is a must play for me even though Chris Godwin is doubtful for the game with a concussion. On the third start of the week this week is Dak Prescott. Um, he had somewhat an underwhelming sh showing for what he was supposed to do. He only had 18 fantasy points, which is neither really great or really bad. But I think he's going to go off this week. He faced a week, a very weak Falcon secondary that was destroyed by Russell Westbrook. Um, they're also not afraid to just give Dak the ball and let him cook unlike Russell Wilson for the most part. And last week, I mean, just, just to begin with, I mean, I think that the, the Seahawks gave up 38 points to the Falcons. Sorry, scored 38 points against the Falcons. And I think that this Cowboys offense is just as good, if not better, than the, the Seahawks offense. So I think that they're going to be in for a huge week. It's going to be a shootout game against two not-so-great defenses. And I think the offenses are going to score a lot, which means fantasy points so my number four starting quarterback is the opposite this week and that's Matt Ryan um, they scored 25 points last week against an underrated Seahawks defense with three of their receivers going for over 100 yards and Julio Russell sorry Russell Gage and Calvin Ridley each had over 100 yards for the day so I think that Matt Ryan is a must play against a pretty soft Cowboys defense um, this week my fifth start of the week is Ben Roethlisberger. In his first game back from surgery, he put up 22 fantasy points against the New York Giants. 
Um, this Denver defense is probably a little better, but Von Miller is out for the season and he's their best defensive player. And I think arguably their other best defensive player historically is AJ Bouye, who is their number one corner, especially with Chris Harris gone. And Bouye is on IR and he will not be playing this week. So I really expect uh, James Conner, who is going to be playing to go along with Juju, Deontay Johnson, Eric Ebron. I think some guys are going to have some big games and Ben Roethlisberger is a must start for me this week. Um, my, my number one bust for QBs for this week is Deshaun Watson. Um, I just do not trust Watson against this Ravens secondary. Um, I think their secondary is absolutely excellent with guys like Jimmy Smith, Marlon Humphrey. Um, and I think that they're, they're going to really shut down Watson this week. I don't think the Chiefs have a good defense at all, and the Texans were only able to muster up uh, 20 points against the Chiefs last year. I mean, last week, and I think that the the Texans are not going to be able to do much more, especially against a more run-heavy team like the Ravens that's just going to run the clock more. So Deshaun Watson is a absolute do-not-play-for-me if I can help it. Um, I think if DeAndre Hopkins was still there, that would be different, but I don't think Will Fuller is going to get the best of guys like Marlon Humphrey or Jimmy Smith. Um, my number two bust for the week might be a little surprising considering the Saints put up a lot of points against them last week is Teddy Bridgewater. Um, Teddy Bridgewater is just someone I would rather not play last week because I think that the Bucks actually proved themselves to be one of the best, better defenses last week as they held Drew Brees to only 160 pass yards. And I think that Teddy Bridgewater is still going to be finding his groove this week, and the Bucks are a much tougher pass defense than the Oakland Raiders, sorry, the Las Vegas Raiders last week, and I think he's going to need a little more time before he can really shine with this offense. Um, the next guy that I think is definitely a sit for me this week is Mitchell Trubisky. Um, last week, Trubisky actually looked like a somewhat viable option at quarterback. He led the Bears to a second-half comeback, and they were able to pull out a win on the road, but last year... Trubisky rarely did well coming off a great fantasy performance. Only once did he score over 15 points in a week following a 20-point game. Um, I think his inconsistency and the fact that he's still Mitchell Trubisky makes him a sit for me this week, even though they're playing a little bit softer um, New York Giants defense. And I just don't think that there will be a good play today, good this week for Mitchell Trubisky. Um, next guy I have on my list is actually Drew Brees. Um, this week, Drew Brees will probably be without his favorite target, Michael Thomas. It's a huge loss for them, but also the Saints offense. And even last week, um, Michael Thomas not playing well had Drew Brees only passed for 160 yards. Their defense got a lot of points. And um, I think that they're going to really lean on the run game, especially um, against Oakland. I mean, sorry, Las Vegas, who is not a great, does not have a good run defense. And I just don't think that Drew Brees will be a great pick next, this week. Um, my last pick of the week is Drew Locke for busts. Um, I think that Drew Locke is going to be a massive bust this week. Um, I think that the Steelers are a much better defense than the Titans. I think that Pittsburgh has the top defense in the league. And the, tight, sorry, the Broncos were only able to muster up 14 points last week against Tennessee. And I think Pittsburgh is a much better defense. And I think that they are going to get absolutely smoked by the Steelers um, tomorrow on Sunday. So those are my five busts for quarterbacks this week. My running back starts. Um, my, my number one 
start for running backs this week is a guy that I, I really don't love this man. This is a guy I'm very off of. I don't own him in any fantasy leagues, but I think he's due for a good showing. Um, that's Austin Eckler. I mean, he. I think he's going to break out and have a good game against the Chiefs. Um, he had a rough rough performance last year but because he, he only had one target, but he still rushed for 84 yards on 19 carries, um, which is not a bad game, but I think that Eckler is going to play really well against a Chiefs defense that really struggled um, against David Johnson. And I think that Eckler is better, which, and I think he will be a start um, against a, for a Chiefs team where they're going to have to throw the ball a ton, which could mean a lot of, a lot of targets for Eckler this week. So that's why I would start him. Um, the next guy that I would start for, for week two for running backs is Jonathan Taylor. Um, the Vikings defense struggled big time last week against the Panthers all around and it pushed and I think the Colts are in a, in a pursuit for their big week one win. And especially with Marlon Mack out with his Achilles, um, tear. So he's out for the season. Taylor is going to become the go-to choice choice in the indie backfield. And I think that, um, with a pretty banged up Vikings defense, I think that Jonathan Taylor is just going to have a breakout game this week that I thought he, I really thought he did have last week, even though he didn't produce as a runner like we had hoped, but he caught six passes for 67 yards. And I just think that he's in for a big week, especially when they gave up uh, 158 rushing yards last week to the Green Bay Packers. And I think that this Colts team is going to put up a lot of points this week. On the next guy I'm going to start is Ronald Jones. Um, Ronald Jones is playing a very horrific Panthers run defense that'll be it without their stalwart nose tackle, uh, Kawan Short. Um, last week, they gave up three touchdowns and 140 total scrimmage yards to Josh Jacobs. And I think that the Colts are really going to rely heavily on Rojo to come up with big plays. And I think that Rojo had 20, tar- 20 touches last week, 17 rushes, three targets, two catches, and... Maybe Fournette will take over eventually, but I don't think week two is the game. And I thought that Ronald Jones actually looked better than Fournette when he did have the ball, even if the numbers don't say that. But we'll see. But I'm, I'm leaning on my guy Rojo to have a really big game this week. So my number four starter this week was actually going to be Benny Snell, but it looks like all signs point that James Conner is playing this week. And there was reports that if Benny Snell outplays James Conner, that he could purely take over the backfield. And that, that worries me that they could split touches in this game, especially with James Conner a little banged up. So I will not be starting either um, Pittsburgh running back this week because I think that they might split some carries. So I have to take them off my list for starts. My last start of the week um, is David Montgomery. I think that this week David Montgomery is going to have a, an even better week last than than last week against a... Not so great Lions defense, but now he's another week removed from that groin injury, and he kind of wasn't supposed to play, but ended up playing, rushing for 13 carries and 64 yards, which is an average of 4.9 yards per carry. Um, I think the Giants have a very, very soft run defense, especially after they gave up over 100 yards last week to Benny Snell, and I think that Montgomery's in line to produce. I don't know about a 30-point game, but I think he's going to have a really solid, solid week. Uh, my number two, from sorry, from my week two running back bust, my number one bust is Melvin Gordon. Um, yes, Philip Lindsay's out, so Gordon's going to get all the workload, but this is a team that 
held Saquon Barkley, yes, Saquon Barkley, to 15 carries and only six yards rushing, which is less than one yard per rush. And if Saquon Barkley's not going to produce against this really tough Pittsburgh defense, I doubt Melvin Gordon will. And again, the Broncos only scored 14 points last year, and I think they're going to put up even less against Pittsburgh. So Melvin Gordon is a must-sit for me this week. Um, my number two running back bust is actually Devin Singletary. Um, I just don't want any part of Devin Singletary, even though he's playing a very soft Miami defense this week. He split touches with Zach Moss, and I just don't know what his role is going to look like. It's a solid matchup, and maybe you, sh- you, you might be saying, all right, well, start him, then start him. It's a, it's a soft defense, but Singletary and Moss splitting touches in week one when Moss is coming in as a rookie with COVID just really scares me, and I think that Moss could definitely take over the backfield as time goes on and maybe even this week. Um, my number three bust for the week is a must-bust. Please do not even think about starting this man in any league. And that's Frank Gore. Um, unless you're playing in a 30-team league or something crazy like that, I would not start Frank Gore this week. I think San Francisco is a really tough defense that really shut down um, Kenyon Drake for most of the game last year, except for a touchdown near the end of the game. But uh, Jamison Crowder is not playing this week for the for the for the Jets, sorry. And he had over 100 yards last week and has been their most re- consistent receiver the last two years. So with Le'Veon Bell out, with Jamison Crowder out, um, I just don't think Sam Darnold is going to move the ball throwing to just Frank Gore and Chris Herndon all week. Um, and I just definitely would do not want to start Frank Gore this week or really ever. Um, my number f- four bust for this week are all the Dolphins running backs. Yes, that means Miles Gaskin, Matt Breda, Jordan Howard, um, they all split touches last year and a three-man committee is just not something I ever want to invest in against a very stout Bills run defense, even though they had some injuries at linebacker. Um, I just don't know who the Dolphins starting running back will be. Uh, we thought it was going to be Jordan Howard, but he only had, he had less than 10 carries last Sunday and just not someone that I want to invest in this week. Um, my number five bust for this week is Chris Carson. Um, I still think they're playing against a almost underrated Patriots defense because they had a lot of guys opt out. But I think that New England is still going to be a really good defense, and I think that they're going to be able to shut down Chris Carson, who had a lot of catches and a pair of touchdowns last year, last week um, and didn't have many rushes. And I just don't know if they're going to give him the full workload coming off of his hip injury against a tough defense. So that's why it would, would scare me. Um, the next guy, actually, let's get into... My wide receiver starts. Those are my busts for this week. Um, My number one wide receiver start this week is actually Adam Thielen. Um, Adam Thielen, I made a good call on him last week, week, had six catches for 110 yards and two touchdowns on eight targets um, against a pretty good, I I think a solid Green Bay defense going up against a tough corner and Jerry Alexander. Um, I think that the Colts, Secondary is just not it as they they lost to Jacksonville and they let Gardner Minshew have a 95% pass completion rate throwing three touchdowns last week. And I think Adam Thielen is absolutely going to destroy them this week. And I think that he's really going to show these corners how to play. And I think he's going to have another big week this week. Um, My number two start this week is actually Paris Campbell, who's playing against the Vikings. Um, the Vikings last week gave up the most fantasy points to all wide receivers, gave up a huge game to Devontae Adams, 
And I think, especially without Xavier Rhodes, who wasn't even good last year, their defense is in shambles. I mean, especially, like I said, they gave up the most fantasy points in the entire league last year. And Paris Campbell, believe it or not, had six catches for 71 yards last week um, against Jacksonville. And I think he could have an even bigger game this week against the Vikings, who have a very suspect pass defense. Um, my number three start for this week is actually Deontay Johnson, um, one of my favorite players coming into this year. Um, last week, he didn't have the best game ever, but he had a he had a pretty solid game. He had six catches for 57 yards um, against the Giants, but people might be like, oh, well, Juju outplayed him. Juju only had six targets last week, and Deontay Johnson had a team-leading 10. No one else had more than four after Juju and Deontay. Um, I think that this Broncos secondary is really going to struggle this week, especially without their star corner, A.J. Bouye. And I actually think that Deontay Johnson is going to have a real breakout game and show fantasy managers why I believed in him so much this coming into this year. Um, my number four wide receiver start for this week is Marquise Brown. Um, Marquise Brown had over 100 yards against the Browns last year, last week on five catches. And I think against this very suspect Houston secondary that just gave up 34 points to the Chiefs, I think that Marquise Brown is in line for some some big plays on Sunday. Um, he only had six targets last week, but again, he had over 100 yards, and I don't think this Cleveland, I mean, this Houston secondary is very good at all. And I would say watch out for Marquise Brown to make a big play in this one. My number five start for the week is Emmanuel Sanders. Um, didn't have a great week last week. He only had three catches, but he's expected to take over the Michael Thomas role this week with Michael Thomas probably going to be out. So as long as Michael Thomas is out, I am plugging and playing Sanders wherever I can, especially against a very soft Oakland defense that just gave up 30 points to the Panthers. Um, I think that Emmanuel Sanders is in for a pretty big week this week. Um, and on to wide receiver busts. My number one wide receiver to the bust this week is a guy that I absolutely love, but I just don't think this is going to be his week. And that's DK Metcalf. Um, with Tyler Lockett mainly playing the slot, DK Metcalf is going to be going up against last year's defensive player of the year, Stefan Gilmore. And I think that he is at, he locked everybody up last year. And I think that he's also going to lock up DK Metcalf with a really strong game last week against the Falcons. And I just don't think playing him against the defensive player of the year last week is, is a good idea. I just don't think it's a, a recipe for success. Um, my number two bust for the week is Will Fuller, who should be going up against Jimmy Smith or Marlon Humphrey. Um, Again, this Baltimore defense only gave up six points to a, I would say, or it could be, could be better Browns offense talent-wise besides the quarterback position. Um, Will Fuller had a really good week one, but this Baltimore defense is no joke, especially in their secondary, and I just think that they're really going to shut Will Fuller down this week. Um, my number three bust for this week is actually Devontae Parker. Um, Devontae Parker... Did not have a great game last week. He had four catches for 47 yards and only four targets. Um, he's missed some time in practice this week. We're not really sure exactly if he's going to play just yet. And against playing against Tredavious White, who's also one of the better like, top five corner, arguably, in this league, um, he's someone that I really, really would try to avoid playing if possible. Um, and I just don't think that Miami is going to score enough points especially after they only put up 11 points last week. And Ryan Fitzpatrick did not play well, throwing for 191 yards and three interceptions last week. 
Um, the next guy that I, I want to play, uh, I do not want to play this week, is actually Henry Ruggs. Um, Henry Ruggs had three catches for 55 yards last week, which, which led the team in receiving last week. But this week, the the Raiders are going up against the Saints, who have a very, very good um secondary especially with Marshawn Lattimore leading the way and I think that Ruggs just in the Raiders don't have enough offensive talent to really put up a lot of points and I think that they're really going to focus on Henry Ruggs because he is their main offensive weapon um, on the outside and I just think that it's not a good week for Ruggs to produce. Um, my last week two wide receiver bust for this week is a guy I hate to say it but it's actually DJ Moore. Um, Carlton Davis, I think, is emerging as a shadow corner for the Bucks. You guys might never have heard of him, but he, he locked up Julio and DeAndre Hopkins pretty good last year. And I think that, I mean, he locked up Michael Thomas last week, held him to less than 20 yards receiving when Thomas didn't even get hurt until one of the last plays of the game. And I just don't think that DJ Moore is the play. DJ Moore actually didn't have a great game um, last week. He really struggled, arguably. Um, he had only four catches for 54 yards on nine targets, but he also dropped a touchdown, which would have saved his fantasy week. But against this guy, Carlton Davis, um, it's just not someone I want to play this week, especially against a very underrated Buccaneers defense. He's just someone that if you have a better option with a good matchup, I'd rather try not to play more this week if you have someone else in there. Um, let's get on to tight ends. Tight ends, my number one start of the week is Jared Cook. Um, that's especially with Michael Thomas out. I think the main targets in the offense are going to be Jared Cook, Emmanuel Sanders, and Alvin Kamara. And Jared Cook playing against his former team, I think, is in for a big game this week. Um, especially after last week, he had 80 receiving yards on five catches. I think, especially against his former team, he could have a pretty good, pretty good week um, against a pretty suspect tight end defense. Because he, he, will, he could be the main target in the Saints offense this week. My number two start is a guy that you might never have heard of. We've talked about him on the podcast. Again, credit to the fantasy football analyst. That's Logan Thomas. Um, Logan Thomas had eight targets last week for Arizona, for Washington, the Washington football team. And without a number two option behind Terry McLaurin, I think Thomas could emerge as their number two option. And Terry McLaurin has a tough matchup this week going up against Patrick Peterson, which could open up the field for Logan Thomas. Not to mention that last year in fantasy, the Arizona Cardinals had the worst tight end defense in NFL history. Yes, you can look that up. That is a real thing. They were absolutely god-awful against the tight ends last year, and that led them to give up two huge games to Tyler Higbee in a span of four weeks, and they gave up huge games to basically every tight end that played against them last week. And George Kittle was on pace for over 100 yards against the Cardinals defense last week before he got hurt, and... Some people might say, oh, well, their their tight end defense is going to be a lot better this year because they signed Isaiah Simmons, but Isaiah Simmons only played 29% of the snaps last week. So I think that Logan Thomas, especially with Terry McLaurin maybe getting locked up this week, could have a very, very good week um, against a very suspect Arizona tight end defense. Um, my number two, sorry, my number three start of this week um, is another guy that I don't love, but I think he's got a good matchup this week. And that is Tyler Higby playing against the Eagles um, this week. I mean, they gave up uh, a touchdown and a few, a few catches to Logan Thomas last week. And I think Tyler Higby is like is a better tight end, much better tight end than Logan Thomas. And I think that 
especially when they don't have any great linebackers or safeties in Philadelphia. I think that Tyler Higby can get some big catches and potentially have a pretty solid game um, to start this week. And I think Tyler Higby is definitely a play for me as my number three start for this week. My number four start for this week, another guy that I just absolutely do not like this year, but I think he's a, a pretty solid play, um, is actually Hunter Henry. Yes, I said it. I know I absolutely hate Hunter Henry in fantasy, but I think he's going to have a good week this week. He had five catches for 73 yards last week. And they're playing a Chiefs team where they're probably going to be down pretty early, which is going to force them to throw. Um, they gave up a touchdown to the – the Chiefs gave up a touchdown to Jordan Aikens last last week. Um, it's a tight end for the Texans. And I think that a touchdown could definitely be in line for Hunter Henry this week, especially when they're going to be down by a lot of points and they're going to be forced to throw the ball against a very explosive Chiefs offense. Um, my, my last start for the week – it's a guy that I think is going to bounce back this week after a tough matchup last week against Seattle, and that's Hayden Hurst. Um, he only had he had less than forty yards receiving last year and did not have last week and did not have the best game. But they're playing a Dallas team that just lost Leighton Vander Esch. Um, it was one of the better linebackers in the entire league, which definitely creates a hole in the middle of their defense. They still have Jalen Smith, but I would say look for. Hayden Hurst to rack up some catches um, in what should be a very high-scoring game. So I think he is a start for this week for me. And last but not least is are my tight end sits, my rotten tight ends for the week. Um, my number one rotten tight end for the week um, is actually going to be Mike Gusecki. Um, he only had three catches for 30 yards last week, and he was also a bust for me against a strong New England defense. And they're playing Buffalo, who had the number two tight end defense in the NFL last year. Um, they had some injuries to their linebackers, but I think they have a really good safety duo. And against a Dolphins team that's probably not going to move the ball super well at all. Um, this just this just in. Um, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt this, but Chris Godwin is actually out for this week, so I still would start Jalen. Uh, sorry, Tom Brady. But uh, look for Scotty Miller to potentially potentially start this week as someone that you could plug and play in and what could be a Chris Godwin role for him. But um, back to Mike Gusecki. I don't think Mike Gusecki's a good play against Buffalo this week. They won't move the ball well. Buffalo is the number two tight end defense in football last year. So do not play him. Um, my number two set for this week is Rob Gronkowski. Um, O.J. Howard was clearly the, the tight end one last week. And I know Chris Guy just said Chris Godwin is out, but... Gronk is still coming back, and I don't know what to make of him, so I wouldn't play him this week. He only had two catches for 11 yards on three targets last week, and I just don't think that it's going to be Gronk's week this week either, even against a suspect Carolina team. But I just think O.J. Howard is their guy at tight end, and I think the the hype on Gronk is still too much, and I think that Gronk really shouldn't be owned in a lot of leagues unless he starts to produce. Um, number three, is Jack Doyle. Um, I don't even know if he's going to play this week. He actually very well could be out as he hasn't practiced all week this week. But um, they're playing a very tough Vikings defense. They were one of the top five in defending tight ends last year. Um, and I just don't think with Anthony Barr and Eric Kendricks that he's going to be able to get a lot of work this week, especially when their wide receiver defense is so bad in Minnesota. I think they're going to be really looking for the wide receivers this week. And that's where I would absolutely lean. Um, my number four set for the week is actually Chris Herndon. Um, he will probably be like the only receiver 
for the Jets this week. So I think the 49ers are really going to key in on him because Jamison Crowder's out, Le'Veon Bell is out. Yes, Chris Herndon's the de facto tight end, I mean, their top option for this week, but I think San Francisco is really going to key in on them. They're not going to be able to move the ball well. So Chris Herndon is definitely a sit for this week. Um, last but not least, my number five tight end bust for this week, my another rotten tight end is Noah Fant. I talked about it earlier with Drew Locke and Melvin Gordon. Um, the Broncos only scored 14 points last week, and I don't think they're going to score any more this week against a very tough Steelers defense. And just anyone on the Broncos, I'm just not looking to play this week, and that's why I would add Noah Fant to that list, even though he had a very strong game last week. So those are my fresh and rotten plays for this week for all the positions. I really hope you guys enjoyed. Um, if you did, please leave a like, please review. You already know what to do, and I hope you all have a great rest of your day.